previously on the Untitled Beatles podcast. Let's go through the, the solo B-sides, shall we? Bow. Who is your favorite What's Happening character? I'm a rerun guy, and you know it. Bow. Bow. I feel like I'm going to be an old man accidentally bumping into like the rest of society who's all wearing VR glasses. Bow. Bow. You never want to put Paul first. I stand for Paul. People like you, John, Heather Mills. Look, I dressed up for you. I put on my best Sergeant Pepper outfit. We love you, Terry Hammer. George Harrison's just all right with me, man. What's throbbing gristle? Pepe's is shemp. Jimmy Nichols' shemp. Is that what happened to MC Hammer? I remember passing notes to a girl I had a crush on in high school. Check the box. Are you Boku or Buku? Him saying Jew is like Paul swearing on big boys bickering. Chris O'Dell. This talk that she had like a fling with Ringo. I believe that's called a flingo. And that's where we leave it with George on a low tier. Sorry, George. See you later. Off to Paul. Let's talk about Paul. For the next hour and a half. Untitled Beatles podcast. Off to Paul. Let's talk about Paul. For the next hour and a half. Paul (laughs) consistently. Paul gives the most for his money with the exception of, you know, Helen Wheels was included on the American band on the run. I don't think that was a Paul choice. I think that was still a capital choice. I could be wrong for you early 70s capital experts out there. Help me out here. But Paul gave us just a ton, even going through the 90s and the 80s, of course, uh, of stuff that didn't appear in albums. So much respect to Paul McCartney for being so prolific. And he's got, as we're going to get to, Tony, an inordinate number of little ditty throwaways that are fucking classics. In anybody's hands, a McCartney random B-side is on their greatest hits record. Yeah, man, he's good. It's insane. He's good, and I I think he gets the power of the B-side, what I was maybe talking about earlier. Another Day, his first single, the B-side, Oh Woman, Oh Why. No, we've talked about this one before because it's on the Ram, you know, super Ram thing. But uh, super Ram. (laughs) (laughs) The next reissue in 20 years is going to be Marvel Calderstone present the mashup you've been waiting for. Super Ram as the early 70s McCartney treatment gets the Marvel. (laughs) I mean, I I know nothing about Marvel, so forgive me if I'm getting that. Superman may not be Marvel. Superman is not Marvel. Superman is DC. No, but Oh Woman, Oh Why, it's a great song. Uh, the next year he comes out with Give Ireland Back to the Irish. We've talked about this B-side before. The B-side being Give Ireland Back to the Irish, parentheses, version. version. <laughs> this one's like a version. Because anyone yeah. who had the 45 played it for the very first time. <laughs> and that was it. It's great, though. Actually, I prefer the B. I prefer the uh, instrumental to the... I don't need those lyrics. <laughs> I find the lyrics to be cloying and irritating.
you don't think Great Britain, You Are Tremendous is his solo golden slumbers? <laughs> a lot of political things in the air at this time, TJ. That's right, and wildlife. Yeah, whatever happened to dot, dot, dot. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think the song sounds like this is the song that Wayne's World was parodying. <laughs> I've always thought every time the... <laughs> Uh, same year, Mary Had a Little Lamb. Paul was putting out some strange music in 72. Um, I prefer the B-side, Little Woman Love. Again, on the Super Ram reissue, we may have talked about this, but this is one of my, I gave this a little star. This is one of my favorite Paul B-sides. Yeah, uh, Tony, I love the kind of New Orleans kind of Dr. John uh, piano here. And, you know, not many people know Paul wrote and performed My Opinionation, the theme to Blossom. Don't know about the future. That's anybody's guess. Ain't no- You're right. Not a lot of people know that. And now they do, <laughs> thanks to us here. Untitled Beatles <laughs> podcast exclusive. Untitled Beatles podcast exclusive. Exclusive. Alternate trivia. Yeah, this is an absolute great song. Getting into the last verse, he laughs in that, yeah, it's such a great McCartney delivery. It, this feels like it could have been a White Album song. <laughs> I, I, it just, it's got that little weird out of nowhere Paul brilliance that comes. It's brilliant. And then before you know it, it's gone. And, yeah. you, and in your mind, you think, wow, that song's been around for 500 years. That's just what Paul McCartney does. Oh, yeah. Then we get perhaps, TJ, my favorite B-side, the off-lauded Seamoon, the B-side to High, High, High in 72. He redeems himself in 72, I say, with Seamoon. I'm calling that a double A-side, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, are you on Seamoon's side now? (laughs) No, was it it released as a double A-side or am I making that up? Seamoon is a song with a reggae beat performed by Wings. It was released as a double A-side with High, High, High in 1972. At any rate, I'm not a Moon fan. <laughs> <laughs> These lyrics drive me nuts. Th- these lyrics are what drove John nuts. And I say this as a Paul apologist. How come no one older than me ever seems to understand the things I Bobby Lee with Patty, but they never told their daddy what their love was all about. What's it all about? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I guess I don't even know what they're saying. Uh, (laughs) We know that Seamoon means cool because it's the opposite of L7, which means square. Um, I just like the the sounds of this. Uh, 
I love the harmonies. I love the vibe. Yeah, this to me is actual like vacation music. You know how like Jimmy Buffett or whatever is a lot of vacation music for people. This is my Jimmy Buffett vacation uh, blue cocktails music. All right, let's have a Beatles solo face off. Gone Trapo. Or Sea Moon. Sea Moon? What are you kidding me? <laughs> oh, it was instantaneous. So, Tony, here's the thing. Like, uh, I, you know, I love Paul Ridiculousness, as I've just talked about. And I'm team Take It Away, your team Sea Moon. Yeah, man. Yeah. And that's totally fair. So the next one that backs up uh, my love, the B-side to my love, is called The Mess. Yeah, I, I I quite like this song. It's 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 like uh, you know it has all those multiple parts. It, it's done well. Sometimes the multiple part thing doesn't work. I think it works in this case. To me, it's like the perfect B side. Like, yes, its status as an obscurity just makes it a better song somehow. You know what I mean? It's the context in a way. When I watch you. Yeah, I love the medley feel of this, Tony. It almost feels like a mini McCartney opera. And what I thought is, I wonder if there'd be a band on the run without this song. And of course, I know Mm. he'd had medleys that certainly predate a band on the run. But the sudden shifts of this, I'd be like working this out of his... And yes, of course, the medley on Red Rose Speedway. You know, um, Hands of Love and Power Cut and and Hold Me Tight, not the with the Beatles version. I was so disappointed (laughs) when I first heard Red Rose Speedway. (laughs) Oh, it's not the Beatles. I thought it was going to be a cool update. Nope. (laughs) And that's one. Okay, here's I'm a hypocrite because I love that medley, but the descending key changes in Red Rose Speedway, Hold Me Tight, drive me nuts. (laughs) Really? Right. Oh, I love, I love a descending key change. It drives me a little, but he's singing hug me right, which also makes me a little nuts. I mean, you know. (laughs) (laughs) At any rate, like Band on the Run has those major sevens. This one ends on a major seven, which would kind of comes out of nowhere, which is really neat that this live kind of rocking, yeah. you know, queen feeling, you know, medley. This is super underrated as a McCartney track. And another one that sold millions of copies because my love made it to number one. 
Good song. Both good. Yeah. And a great flip as well, because my love is so domestic or whatever. It's cool to hear him like, all right, we can also let our hair down on the, on yeah. the flip. Pretty cool. Yeah. And then, yeah, Live and Let Die, another huge song. B-side's pretty interesting. I Lie Around is what it's called. Yeah, man. It's got like a real kind of a lazy mood. It feels like uh, hanging out with Paul and Linda up at, up at the farm again, you know, by some kind of pond, I guess. Uh, this song feels like the cover of Wildlife. That's <laughs> what this song feels. Honest yeah, to God, this song totally is the perfect. cover of Wildlife. Put your keys in your shoes, guys. We're going into the into the drink. And I guess since we're all together, we ought to give Denny Lane a couple of verses. All right, Denny, you sing these two. <laughs> I thought by law, after all, by law, Denny's songs had to have a reference to children in them. <laughs> and it seems. Yeah, and then in the same spirit, we've got the B-side to Helen Wheel's Country Dreamer, this kind of easygoing country life music. I like this one, man. I love this one, too. This also feels like a, a, like a wildlife track. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. Helen Wheels, of course, was part of the American Band on the Run experience. So when this was released in the States, this was a B-side to an album track, which is a strange right. kind of American anomaly as well. <laughs> yes, it is, man. I'd like to walk in a field with you Take my hat and my boots off too I'd like to lie in a field with you Would you like to do it too? Okay, so a couple things like about um, Country Dreamer. This is one... Uh, it's so weird, Tony. This f song fell out of print in the 70s because Helen Wheels was never reissued as a 45 when Paul went to Columbia. So this was out of print from the 70s through the Paul McCartney collection uh, issue of Band on the Run in 93. So this was this was one that you just couldn't find unless you bought the second hand. They didn't keep pressing this Apple label and then done. Yeah. Uh, and another weird anomaly about Country Dreamer, Tony, this is the rare McCartney song that is repeated on two archive collection box sets. This is on the 2010 Band on the Run and the Red Rose Speedway in 2018. Right. I, uh, so it's very weird. I can't think of another song on any Beatle or solo Beatle box set that's repeated. Yeah. Yeah, that's funny. Well, it came out in 73, so they're like, well, which one do we put it on? 
Yeah, exactly. Kind of right sandwich right there in the middle. And like I said, it was married to the uh, 93 Bend on the Run when in the UK they issued that kind of poorly mastered McCartney collection. I think it's a great and lovely little song. This one sounds great on an Apple 45 with the, the, the white side of the apple facing up. It's, just, it's really neat. You and I, country dreamer. That's cool. That's cool. Well, speaking of Band on the Run, that was a single in 74. The B-side is funny. It sounds like they were working on the whole James Bond thing to me. The Zoo Gang. It's this instrumental. Yeah. And it's like, to me, it's like a Zydeco version of a James Bond thing. is that era of like zoo gang and lunchbox odd socks and that kind of yeah uh, it, yeah it's 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 interesting and it's interesting that this was the b-side i don't know if this was zoo gang the b-side worldwide i think it might have been no um i think it was uk only i think because the u.s got something else i'm pretty sure check the reference book there is a as you know from listening to the program and working with me i'm wrong a lot oh let's check our books tj <laughs> what is this yeah, it was, it's 1985, 985, I'm pretty sure. We did it. We did it. And not with the internet, but with analog, with the yeah. books. I love it. I feel so better doing the- it this way. <laughs> so instead of that other drop we use, we can use the flipping book sound effect, which I'm yeah. about to recreate. Stop! I'm on page 88. <laughs> oh, well, we better move on. <laughs> <laughs> Also in 74, Junior's Farm was released, and it's besides Sally G. Somewhere to the south of New York City Lies the friendly state of Tennessee Down in Nashville town I met a pretty Made a pretty big fool out of me. Man, did Paul invent the Eagles? This sounds exactly like Lion Eyes by the Beatles. Uh, the Beatles. <laughs> by the Eagles. By the Beatles tribute band, the Eagles. By the Eagles tribute band, the Beatles. I'm going to take that all again. Have you ever been to Italy? Because they have a tribute <laughs> band called the Eatles, and it's all, it's people dressed like the Eagles doing country Beatles songs while eating pasta. <laughs> Don't pass me by, don't make me cry, don't make <laughs> And that's how the Eatles Stu Sutcliffe died. <laughs> Stu spelled S-T-E-W. S-T-E-W, right. It's, uh, it's, they called him Progresso. I don't know. To me, Sally G sounds a lot like Lion Eyes by the Eagles. <laughs>
so you're lionizing Sally G. Hey, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yeah, man, I love this one. This sounds like an authentic country tune. And I, I, my note for this, again, the White Album led directly to this. I prefer Sally G to Rocky Raccoon 10 out of 10 times. Ah, yeah, I'll give you that. Well, there's no character, you know. File under personal taste. Because <laughs> you might like the Rocky Raccoon kind of character he's doing there, whereas this is just more straightforward. Yeah. I like it. I've always liked Sally G. I never thought to ask her what the letter G stood for. But I know for sure it wasn't good. And you called her Sally. Sally G. Why do you want to do the things you do to me? You're my Sally, Sally G. Took the part that was the heart of me, Sally G. Do you want to talk about the country hams? Do you want to get into that? Did you include what, that in there? Want to do walking in the park with Eloise? Is that what you're referring to? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sure. What's the deal with the country hams? This is like, this is basically Paul and Linda. This is Wings, right? Just yeah. a different name for some reason. It's a it's a tribute to his dad. There's songs that oh. his father wrote. That's right. This was Paul at the time signed a deal with an Alabama-based butcher called the Country Hams. And remember, the ad campaign was all Paul Skinnerd. Controversial because they put a Confederate flag on every Beatles album as part of their advertising. And... Uh, where, where, did, where did you read this? <laughs> Albert Goldman! <laughs> Yeah, Albert uh, Goldman. Yeah. He gone on an he airplane. He gone. Yeah. <laughs> Died on an airplane. <laughs> Don't know when he'll be back again. <laughs> I'm dying on it. <laughs> well, the next thing that's exclusive is Susie and the Red Stripes in 77. Seaside Woman and B-Side to Seaside. Yeah, B-Side to Seaside. I love it. I, which I prefer, and that's an anomaly because that's a McCartney record that's on um, Epic. The 45 of it huh. is on the orange Epic label with the kind of, I think, lowercase white E. So that's kind of neat. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. That's yeah. a, I, remember, I remember that logo. It's yeah. a cool label. I too prefer B side to C side, and uh, that so that's Linda. Linda gets a spotlight. This is like kind of what John did for Yoko. You know, John seemed to give most of his B sides to Yoko. Oh, we'll get there. Oh, we are. We're gonna get there. But this is uh, yeah. So this is Linda in '77. She does kind of like a blondie like rap in this. 
which is kind of wild, I think. Yeah. Gee, I think Linda McCartney invented rap. There you go. There you go, guys. There you <laughs> <laughs> Linda McCartney stole rap. <laughs> Came for a weekend, ended in a hate joke. That's when I heard the B-side to Seaside. B-side to Seaside. I am team B-side to Seaside. You are team Seamoon. That's where we differ. <laughs> when I want my beachy song. <laughs> Uh, also in 77, yet another B-side I prefer to the A-side. Again, file under personal taste. Mull of Kintyre. I just, I'll never get this song, dude. But girl school, that I, that I get. Fun riff. It's it, it, yeah. This this bores me as a Paul Rocker a little bit. I'm mm. not a big girls' school fan. File under personal taste. I don't feel like it's it's not particularly Paul of interest. Like if I want to hear him rock out, I'll listen to Junior's Farm. Um, I know they're obviously different kind of songs, but uh, this song fascinates me, Tony, because Mulligan Tire, as we've talked about, is one of the biggest hits in the UK chart history, and in the states where they kind of build it as a double a side so they could give really capital try to promote girls school it only hit number 33 on billboard and girls school quickly forgotten about and mull of Kintyre never caught on in the states no this is one that when paul is still in scotland and i think toronto i'm not sure why toronto maybe because there's a big scottish population there but uh he will still pull this out with bagpipers and that's pretty cool yeah yeah, I hate the sound of bagpipes. <laughs> I just hate it. Why does Tony hate cop <laughs> funerals? <laughs> we are police. My mom's Irish, by the way, so uh, whatever. I guess I can. I, I'm allowed to hate that sound. <laughs> I don't know. Drives man. you a little nuts. Is it just Amazing Grace that drives you nuts? No, or the anything? sound. Anything. If you put that thing on anything, I'm leaving the room. As uh, I'm looking for the exits. Yeah, get me out of that room. Somebody send Tony bagpipers doing the Beatles. I'm sure it exists. Yeah. Anyone who wants to pull a Larry David, yeah. Bring uh, some bagpipers <laughs> out to me. It's funny. <laughs> Man, you turned me on to this next song. 1979's B-side to Goodnight Tonight. Playful title with the A-side, Daytime Nighttime Suffering. Man, this is a great song, man. Oh, I love that you love it. It's like one of my two or three favorite solo Paul tunes. I love that you love it. Yes, it's one of those songs that you don't get the first time through. Like, you need to hear it a couple times because it's got such a multi-part kind of schizophrenic serpentine nature. Yeah, I just, I love that. I love the 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 chorus. Uh, yeah, I love how the guitar like answers the vocals in the guitar. God damn it, the guitarist. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me. Guitarist. I just love in the chorus how that guitar line, how it answers. Like there's something like hypnotic about that guitar line that is just in there. It's just a couple little notes, but I love it. Hey, time, 
guitars that's interesting in here. The guitar is constantly doing different patterns and different riffs. When it breaks down into that kind of acapella bass heavy part before yeah. the last chorus of this, which Paul just screams, it's one of his best vocal performances, one of the, his best productions. You know, this is a B-side to Good Night Tonight, which was Paul's first single for Columbia in the States and in Canada. Only made number five. I mean, this is another one that kind of was forgotten about and forgotten about. And then in the CD era, it was remembered again. And it, what? how weird that this wasn't paired to um, Back to the Egg. <laughs> Tony, it's a great song with a great riff, and it put this on the list of songs Paul McCartney has never done live in concert. Yeah. Incomprehensible to me. I'm going to definitely put it on my uh, my solo Paul set. Well, the last Paul single of the 1970s was uh, B-Side of Wonderful Christmas Time, with one that you can't find streaming on any of the streaming services that I know of. Maybe I'm wrong, but at this writing, I could not stream it. Mm -hmm. uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reggae. <laughs> The laziest fiddle instrumental take. Uh, my, here's my favorite trivia. I'll say one thing and move on. In the original capital pressing of Back to the Egg on CD, I think 88, maybe 89, this was a bonus track. And Capital, which is notorious, Tony, for like typos and shit, spelled it. On the back cover of the, uh, but the late, not the late, not the J card. What is it in a CD? What do you call the back cover in a CD? I just call it the, the back, back cover. cover. Yeah, it's spelled Rudolph the Red Nose Raggy. <laughs> 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 My favorite bit of trivia. I'll have to find it and send it to you. I'll, I'll take a picture. I've got the original CD. Even as like a fourteen year, I'm like, I don't think that's right. I didn't have those forty five, so I didn't know. But <laughs> Rudolph the Red Nose Raggy. <laughs> Thank you, Capital. Yeah. Dave Dexter Jr. should have retired. Why was he doing the cover art? Uh. <laughs> I hate the Beatles like my dad did, and I hate my dad. But this job's got great <laughs> benefits. Do you know who my dad is? My dad's Dave Dexter. He sabotaged the first half of the Beatles albums. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then he moved the Colts from Baltimore to Indianapolis overnight. <laughs> My dad voted to remove Day in the Life and put misery on Sgt. Pepper. And then he got fired. And then I was born. I hate my dad. <laughs> Well, just like George, Paul ends on a low note with <laughs> Rudolph the Red-Nosed Raggae. Let's talk about John. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he did put out a couple of singles in the late 60s with Plastic Ono Band. We should... We should Pay lip service to those briefly. Uh, give Peace a Chance, the B-side, Remember Love. Again, these were all given to Yoko. Yeah. Remember Love. Uh, recorded in room 1742 of the Queen Elizabeth Hotel in Montreal, right after all the Give Peace a Chance party goers had, uh, had split. They recorded this quiet little song. 
It's a nice one. It's pretty. I like this yeah. one. It's one of the best of the uh, Yoko B-sides. I agree. I agree. Could be shorter, but hey, man, it's there and you have it. Yeah, and then also in 69, Cold Turkey, both sides of the record say play loud. So that includes this B-side, Don't Worry, Kyoko, Mummy's Only Looking for a Hand in the Snow, or Mummy's Only Looking for Her Hand in the Snow, depends on which pressing you got. Yeah, man, I dig this song. This is John Clapton, Klaus Vorman, and Ringo. Pretty good group, man. Pretty good group. Hard getting John Clapton for a session. I don't know where they found him. Um, (laughs) (laughs) There was a comma in there. (laughs) This session's great. John Clapton, Eric Carmen, Miranda. (laughs) That happened. Um, the one thing that really bugs me about this song, and I don't, I don't want to wear my politics on my sleeve, but the notion that Yoko, you know, claiming hardship, claiming victim, you know, a mommy's only looking for a handout in the snow. It's like, work for it. You're American, or I think you are. <laughs> Fucking work for it. <laughs> mommy's only looking for a handout in the snow. No, it's This just, is America! <laughs> no, it's just looking for a hand in the snow. Oh, okay. Now I like the song. Okay, good. Okay, good. Glad I could change your mind. Yeah, that's all, and that's all you got to do on the internet to change people's minds. It's that easy. <laughs> Correct and elect. No, this is a cool song, man. All right, so yeah, clearly, like, Yoko's vocals are a thing, right? They're way high in the mix, and there's, like, no there's no sweetening done, which is, Mm-mm. that was the idea. John wanted to put some crazy shit out there. This is John during his, like, wanting to do Zapple, you know? Yeah. So I get it. Uh, you know, in retrospect, I do think, like, this would be a more tolerable song, if the vocals were lower in the mix and like put reverb on them and you know it sounds like bands like Bardo Pond or whatever. It's also cool that they were just like, no, this is the mix and we're putting her vocals way high, man. Deal with it. High and dry. As a B-side of a major single. And now we're in the 70s, TJ. So here we go. Instant karma. The A side, play loud. The B side, play soft. And that's another Yoko song. Who has seen the wind? Yeah, which CCR ripped off, which pissed me off too. (laughs) A lot of these Yoko B sides are really (laughs) sticking in your craw. Well, it just bugs me. Like, Fogarty's are right. I side with his brother. I'm a Tom Fogarty guy.
this Yoko song has lutes and a harpsichord. <laughs> yes. Uh, lutes. Uh, who has seen the wind? Have you heard they did a remix in the 90s of all the Yoko songs? And they have one of these with all fart sound effects. <laughs> Oh no, do we have to hear that now? Aren't you happy we, we went down that lane? Aren't you happy I teed that up? What are the Beatles shows going to turn a Ringo song into a fart fest? That's Yoko. <laughs> uh, technically, it's credited to John, Paul, George, and Mal. Who was the gassiest Beatle? Oh, uh, Paul. I first heard this on the 45, but this was of Instant Karma, but this was later added to... It's on a, uh, a bonus track on the late 90s Rika dispressing of the wedding album. <laughs> well, it had to be repressed, right? They they sold so many copies, they had to just eventually reissue it. It's a big deal. This this was the Aerosmith pump of Yoko fans that, that year. <laughs> All those lutes and stuff. This is like the most elfin, I think, uh, that John Lennon and technically John Lennon got because he plays on this, yeah. right? You know, a lot of people gave Yoko grief, and obviously, there's been a, a in recent years a, a re-examining of Yoko, and we're realizing she's not this like evil witch or whatever the stupid bullshit yeah. was out for decades about her. <laughs> hey, Yoko Ono. Is not mad about you this week. <laughs> mad about you? Yeah. Okay, that we have remember. Yeah, okay. that's pretty cool. She'll be playing a conniving bitch who broke up the Beatles. All right, hey, hey. Yeah. But yeah, people say like she can't sing, blah, blah, blah. Same with Linda, blah, blah, blah. But like people would later like in the 80s worship like Daniel Johnston, you know, who like yeah. wrote these very simple childlike songs, you know. I'm getting closer to the fact This is Daniel Johnson, local man about town, musician. Everyone knows who he is, but say hi to everyone. Um, my name is Daniel Johnson. This is the name of my tape, and it's Hi, How Are You? And I, I was having a nervous breakdown when I recorded it. And he, you know, became this kind of weird underground MTV thing in the 80s, and then later people like, you know, Kurt Cobain wore a Daniel Johnson shirt on SNL, I think, or whatever. It was the 1992 MTV Music Awards. My point is, like, Yoko never really got that till maybe in the last few years people are starting to say like you know these are these are cool songs and they're yes they're childlike and all that but that's also okay you know it's kind of cool yeah i'll agree with you till we get to the b-side of mother although that's on an album so that doesn't count <laughs> right right <laughs> that song is why Well, the next year we get an exclusive Yoko B-side, and that's uh, the B-side to Power to the People, UK only, I think. But uh, the song is called Open Your Box. Not a favorite of mine. No, no, it's no, I, I don't listen to this for uh, fun. 
It's provocative. It's uh, yeah, it's a statement. To me, it's got some cool sounds. Like the the sounds are very post rock. It's kind of heavy. It's it's cool. And I like that edit too. The slice. The I want you. She's so heavy. Edit. Yeah. There's something that's even more violent about this. <laughs> oh, yeah, because edit. what's preceded this edit in She's So Heavy doesn't suck. <laughs> <laughs> that's not nice. Would you just open your box? You got to open your box. Dude. Every time I do, I wake up hungover. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Well, it's the holidays now in 71, TJ, and happy Christmas. War is over, is out, and uh, the B-side is another fun little thing. Listen, the snow is falling again. Yoko on the B-side. I kind of get why millennials dig Yoko. This to me almost sounds like a holiday chill wave dirge. I love, I mean, we've talked my love for chill wave before. First gear. All (laughs) right. Second gear. Uh, This is my favorite Yoko song. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it's cool, right? Uh, Oh, it's tough because I do like uh, Oh Sanity, even though I make fun of it a lot. I love the sound of Oh Sanity. Cut it out. I do. Cut it out. Um, probably because that's the first because Double Fantasy came out. I was still a little young to like live in that album, but when Milk and Honey came out when I was ten, that I listened to that just not the vinyl on Polydor with the the gatefold right. cover just nonstop. So Oh Sanity was a, and all the Yoko songs in that are a big uh, part of of my conscience from then. Um, but I think the song is beautiful. There's a pressing of this from the uh, early '90s. Uh, in green vinyl when they reissued Happy Ooh. Christmas with the for jukeboxes only on it. I love that. And it's it's fun to have this song, Listen, the Snow is Falling, as part of that on green vinyl from 1992-45 is neat. That's really neat. Yeah, man. That is cool. Yeah, it's a great song. It's a great song. I really like the music towards the end. And at the very end, it sounds like, is that Santa walking through the snow? In my mind, as the sleigh bells are ringing, you hear footsteps. I'm wondering if that's Santa. (laughs) Is Santa coming to my house this year, Tony? Or it's the killer from Silent Night, Deadly Night. (laughs) (laughs) I remember Silent Silent, Deadly Night. It's fucked up. I watched it recently, too. It's a fucked up little movie. It's a lot more low budge than you think. (laughs) Is that the one... With a garbage day. Garbage day. I watched that Thanksgiving Wednesday of seventh grade when school got out. I watched it on VHS. Oh, man. Didn't tell my parents. Did it disturb you? Because it's a little disturbing, right? It did. A bunch of the kids from my class came over and brought 
made out and that was real frustrating because then they went on my oh. bed and made out oh. and oh. and later that day as we turned the evening news on Harold Washington had died that was fuck. a big day <laughs> oh that's a bad day man yeah. fuck but I saved those sheets <laughs> you've made it through Halloween now try and survive Christmas silent night Deadly night. And finally, TJ, in 1975, the B-side to Stand By Me, it's like the only John Lennon B-side, exclusive John Lennon B-side that's out there. Move over, Miss L. I think this rocks better than anything on the rock and roll album. I think this is his best late era rock song. I, I mean, how many solo John Lennon songs after the early 70s rock like this song does? I think it's great. One, two, one, two, three, four. Yeah, to me, it sounds like the soundtrack to one of those 70s movies about like CB radios and <laughs> streaking and scavenger hunts. <laughs> Featuring Dom DeLuise in a cameo. Yeah. Dom DeLuise and like 17 other people that you see on game shows, you know, right. like picking up paychecks. Like <laughs> it has that very 70s like there's something that's just very 70s about this song. But it's an original. It's an original, and the horn parts are tasty in this. It's not over Phil Spector produced like half a rock and roll is. True, true, um, true. I, I, I love it. He mentions they're starving back in China, which he then brought up again in, um, in Nobody Told Me. He's got a line in oh, here. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, they're starving back in China, which he mentions in Nobody Told Me as well. Yeah, it's fun to find those little those little Easter eggs. You, you, you see that with a lot of artists where you, you hear like reoccurring words and Songs from similar eras, you know. I've yeah. Why can't yeah, they man. be Passover eggs, asshole? <laughs> I'm sick of people talking about seeing Easter eggs in DVDs. Passover has eggs too. <laughs> yeah, the Passover raccoon lays them. <laughs> That's a college nickname, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Rare <Rail>, raccoon. <laughs> well, those are the seventies. Solo B-sides Pretty sure we got them all But hey, maybe we didn't Did we leave one out? Feel free to reach out to us We are on the spot No, where where are we? We're on Discord That's Tony, we did leave one out Oh, what the fuck did we leave the out? The cover of Move Over Miss L by Keith Moon What? Read about it, haven't heard it Maybe we can hear it right now
I got to give that record another listen. I bought it as a teenager and I, I listened to it like twice. I thought it was terrible. But listening to Keith Moon's version of Mo- Move Over Miss L, it's kind of punk rock. It's punk rock with that 70s soundtrack music. His vocals are punk rock. I love that Keith Moon covered that. The, <laughs> the, the man wrote Strawberry Fields Forever. And Keith Moon's covered Oh, you want to hear that? <laughs> you want to hear Keith? <laughs> I do. It would be terrible. <laughs> uh, it would be like, yeah, it'd be like William Shatner, but drunk and screaming. <laughs> All right. Maybe Ben Fold should have worked with Keith Moon, too. Um, yeah. So many great B-sides, Tony, in the 70s. Can't wait to scratch the 80s. I mean, Paul McCartney is the hero of B-sides. Like, it's why I will take to the grave people who criticize Paul for his not great work. The fact that he cranks out so much and still cranks it out is something to treasure. It's an absolute treasure. Half his B-sides would be in anybody else's greatest hits albums. That's cool, man. Well, hey, thank you for listening. Feel free to subscribe. Give us a review. And we're also on the Facebook and Discord and things like that. Give us a, an episode suggestion. Um, thanks, as always, to our producer, KC Baker. Hi, KC. Hi, KC. Right now we're clocking in around a, an hour and 36 minutes, but I bet we can get this under an hour. <laughs> Yeah, I, I just want to say out loud right now that if Tony didn't do so many bits and take us off track, this would have been <laughs> over a lot quicker. <laughs> For the Untitled Beatles podcast, I'm Tony Mendoza, bit killer. Yeah, I'm TJ Shanoff, the one who's in the long form. Hire Tony for your kid's <laughs> holiday show. Hire me for the fucking art. Take that back. <laughs> Ding. God, you don't even know that in Canada they call it sure ding. <laughs> Improv idiot. Sure ding. Untitled Beatles podcast. Like and subscribe. Working with Canadian performers who I all love on the ships were like, no, we 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 call sing it, here's a new song. I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> Yeah, they always have to get their two cents in about like, yeah, but we call it this there. Okay, well, we're not in Canada. We're in a- we, we call emo up changing feelings. Fine. <laughs> Just play it. Yeah, but in, but in Canada, we call the Beatles the monkeys. So <laughs> in, in Canada, we call the band who sing Hungry Like a Wolf Roberto Duran because we once watched it during a fight in Parliament. <laughs> what? Wow. <laughs> wow, we... <laughs> uh, All right. Hey, man. Hey, that's... I'm going to press stop right now. I don't know when I'm going to see you, but...